welcome back to Side Piece Show. And I'm so excited to be back, you guys. Holy crap, so much going on. Not to mention the most handsomely amazing guests that not only are on Side Piece today, but we have our first guest ever on Namaste Bitches episode that is out now as well. Big week for us, big week for Side Piece, big week for Namaste Bitches. We're popping our first cherry guest. And Side Piece, wait till you see the hot, hot, awesome OG that is on Side Piece today. Uh, You guys, I hope you had the best Thanksgiving ever. And I hope you're doing amazing. Thank you as always for the amazing support. Uh, It has just been so fun. Like we're doing Namaste Bitches, Teresa and I, we're getting that jamming. Luckily, I know you guys have been asking. I'm feeling much better. Thank you so much for all the love and the support, reaching out, all your wishes. And you guys, please know I will get back to all of you in your DMs. I've seen them all. Uh, it's just, I promise I will get back to them, but I just want you to know how much I love and appreciate all the messages, all the love you guys. It makes me so happy. I was literally just scrolling through showing my husband, um, last night, just how much it meant. So thank you. I promise to get back. I always say, cause listen, I've had to reach out to everybody on my own to get guests for side piece. And I always say, If someone takes the time to reach out to you, you should be able to take the time to reach back out. So please know how much I appreciate all your messages, all your love and support. I promise I will get back to you. I've just been busy trying to get some awesome guests for you guys and get Namaste Bitches going. So this is what I need on top of your undying love and support. We have Namaste Bitches new episode out with our first guest ever. I will give it away. It is Louie. Yes, Teresa's husband. He is our first guest that is on our new episode of Namaste Bitches out now and today. Wait till we get into it today and who is cooking up for you as the most special guest ever. First of all, just once again, thank you every week for tuning in. Thank you for the love, the support, telling me how much you enjoy it. You know, I do it for you guys uh, and I I just can't thank you enough. And thank you for rating, reviewing, following, subscribing, both of the podcasts, Namaste Bitches and Side Piece. You guys, the comments, the love, telling all your friends to listen, the the messages that I get, the texts that I get that I listened today on my way to work or while, you know, on the my walk this morning with a dog, all your messages just means the world. Thank you for all the love and support. As always, you're the best and I will see you next Wednesday. But my guest today, he is the absolute hunkiest OG ever. From the Shahs of Sunset. He is so Shah spectacular. You guys, not only is he amazing on the show, but just as like a person talking with him, knowing him, he is so kind, so loving, so genuine, so real. It just, ugh, 
our conversation was just the best. It was just so easy. He is absolutely amazing. I love him so much. I love his husband, Adam, who I actually had on side piece. If you guys remember, I don't, I don't even know how long ago, a year, a year and a half. So the both of them together are my absolute favorites. You know absolutely who I'm talking about. It is the one, the only, from Shaws of Sunset, Reza. Hi. Oh, my God. How are you? I don't even know when, Reza, I don't even know when I had Adam on. I mean, shoot, like at least over a year. I mean. Maybe two. It's been a while. You know what? I was trying to think about it because you guys just like got back from the court. This is how long ago it was. You guys just yeah. got back from the court getting Tommy an extension. Yeah, it's a long time ago. A long time ago. Because, I mean, we got like, we found out we got canceled in February. So that's um, coming up on a year. Oh, jeez. So, that was like yeah wait a minute you guys it was february when you guys found this out february 9th we had a zoom literally i was like locked and loaded with ratings i was gonna ask for a raise and they were just like oh yeah well and it's the production company right they're like oh yeah sorry the bean counters but there's this other thing that you know and I was just like, wait a minute, are, are you distracting me from Michelle's funeral? And they were like, no, you know, uh, uh, Atlanta was on pause for a year and they came back. And then cartoon TMZ did an article because, you know, Mike had some issues legally. Yeah. TMZ, boom, an article came out that said Shaws of Sunset was canceled. So I'm feeling like, you know, they weren't really upfront with us. Wait a minute. They're saying this on the Zoom, and then literally, like a hot minute later, TMZ is already posting the shit. TMZ posted as soon as the legal stuff with Mike came out in the press. I I feel like the powers that be wanted it known that like Shaw's is done, and instead of the BS combo that we got, which was oh we're gonna pause or we don't know, you know it could come back and that stuff they tell you we then are like just scrolling through tmz and i'm learning oh it was canceled oh cool so yeah wait a minute reza that's how you guys find out essentially tmz yeah i mean if in my heart i knew it was canceled because of the nonsense that right. i was being fed that day but then i was just like you know, I started to mourn Shots of Sunset and this thing that I was so proud of that I was a part of. And I wasn't really listening to the prospect of this other thing, you know, with Golnetha and MJ, um, which, you know, whatever. But, like, it was all so murky and dishonest and, like, unpleasant. There was a lot of unpleasantness that was, like... Yeah. Do you think... I mean, I'm sure you've been asked, but do you think the Mike stuff is why they initially pulled? No. No, I think it was all like. The money. No way. But like you guys were on for so long. Why? I mean, I don't get it. 
I and the funny thing is like they it seemed like we almost got picked up twice like because they would call us and be like great news the network wants to know what's going on in your lives and so you would do this zoom where you would talk to a producer and tell them every little thing that's going on in your life where you're like feel like you're pitching yourself all over again yeah yeah and then like producers were texting me saying hey i won't be on for season 10 but i'll be back for season 11 it was just so much like fugazi nonsense that like it started to like mm, a big mind talk yeah i didn't like it at all so like what if they called today and they're like okay no we're really gonna go and pick it back up that would never happen you really don't think never what is with this pause thing too like the word pause like Mm. Dorinda talks about it that you yeah totally (laughs) so I feel like just the last season of Shaws that I was filming one of the cameramen said something to me like you need to look out for yourselves there's like a lot of a lot of things going on and I swear to god I was thinking to myself like what is he talking about we're in the middle of filming like you know we've had all this success up until now but like now I look back and think to myself I should have been listening to that one cameraman who was telling me like he's giving you a heads up he was basically giving me some sort of heads up yeah do you ever talk to anybody like no one like you don't talk to anybody well the weird thing is that we did shoot this other thing that TMZ reported about we did some sort of like other show with me, Golnessa, and MJ. We filmed one pilot, and I think they have like now an obscene amount of time to decide whether or not they want to roll with it. But while that was happening, like Adam and I decided, you know, we really loved being on reality TV. It was such a part of our life for such a long time. Oh. We started to write a show that is real estate renovation, kind of like um, landscaping and horticulture. And we are, I'm super excited and we're pitching it to another production company to hopefully be at another network, something completely different than like a docu-series type. It would be on, like my dream would be for it to be on like HGTV. Oh, that's dope. You guys would be so good. You're farming. Oh, my. Yeah, totally. And the funny thing is, we bought, we even bought another house, like, right across the street from us to remodel. No, she lives north of us. So we're on a corner. Destiny is the other corner. There are two corners left. We bought one of the other two corners. Just to do your stuff. Just to do like a real estate renovation show. And we're like, literally like, why would I want to leave my future in the hands of, you know, it would be cool if this other thing happened, but the way like the shop cancellation and transitioning into the prospect of this other show was so like, not anything that sat well with me. I was like, F this, like, let me go like, do what I want to do and pitch My a show shit. that I want to do somewhere else. Like, I don't want to be like 
by, held down by other people that can just decide yay or nay and take as long as they want. That's like, not going to work for me. Yeah. Totally not going to work. Totally. And you know and that like, doesn't fly with Gigi and MJ. Or at least Gigi. I don't know. I can't speak to MJ, yeah. but like G- that I girl. Mean, and we went to BravoCon. It was so weird being there because we felt like the people that like were dropped like a bad habit, but then we were brought there and like you're supposed to like smile and act like, you know, everything's like you know, you feel great when you're feeling like some sort of way, actually. Was that, t- I know, you're like, put on your show. Really? Yeah, totally. Let's go. Yeah. Go yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Duh, that's right. Reza, you're yeah. freaking bomb the shit out. And then you have to go to BravoCon. Were you totally. like, why am I going to BravoCon? No, I mean, honestly, Chef asked me in the funniest way, not in a disrespectful way. Outside of the hotel we were all staying at at the Ganja Board, he goes, he's like, man, like, why are you here? And literally, it was priceless. It was so amazing because, like, there was a sense of, like, I'm just here to, like, you know, shake hands and hold babies and be, like, you know, a seat filler because they need talent, you know? Yeah, right, because 120 isn't enough. We need 130. Or whatever, you know, it's like there was massive crowds there. So it'd be weird to have just like, Small. you know. So wait, yeah. how was everybody then? Like you met a bunch, I mean, you've been in this for so long. So long. You know, I, there were just a few people that I hadn't met. Um, and, you know, last BravoCon, I tried to take a picture with everyone that was there. Just for my fans, right, you know, like right. it would be cool. Like, why am I there? Let me give them an experience. Right. You know, of being at BravoCon. Um, you know, and I tried to do that this year, but like, you know, it 100% was not the same. And like, it felt very odd. It felt like you got divorced and like you came back Ugh. for one last shaboing. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, do you think Gigi felt like that too? And MJ? I think Gigi and MJ are much more gracious than I am. I just feel some sort of way. They're a lot more, you know, gracious and pleasant about it. And uh, so you don't think it was... had anything to do though with the mic stuff? You thought, oh well, duh, because you said the cameraman. No, I don't. I think it all has to do with you know money. If you ask, like, personally, that's what I think it has to do. And that's what we were told in that Zoom from the production company. I mean, being counters translates to, you know, yeah, money to me. Everything. Listen, money talks, right? I mean. Yeah. So where are you? Okay. We see you now. Obviously, the three, the group is back together. Yeah. You three. Totally. We saw what you went through. The Essentially, you broke up with Gigi. Essentially, you broke up with MJ. Yeah. Which was which do you think was harder for you breaking up? I mean, MJ was just devastating. That was horrendous and life altering and you know, one of if not the worst thing that I not one of, but for sure the worst thing I experienced filming Shots of Sunset. And I wish um we could go back and Honestly, that's the one thing I don't miss. Like, there's so many things about Jaws of Sunset that I do miss. 
But the one thing that I don't miss um, is that like waiting for the other shoe to drop, what cast member is going to come for me, you know, what like quasi itty bitty truth is going to get spun into something unrecognizable that's going to get used against me in a season, you know, that stuff I don't miss. Um, but definitely going through that with MJ was horrendous. And, uh, you know, I'm full of regret, but grateful for the place that we're in now, if that's any sort of consolation. So you're like good now. You're back like the Reza and MJ that we saw when you guys were like besties. When, so great question. I love that you asked that. She's geographically a good like 40 minutes away from me and she has a beautiful son that is at that age where he requires um and rightfully so so much of her attention and you know shells of sunset was also like income and a job and so now i'm busy doing other things that generate income so that time we got to share together filming also isn't happening so, and by the way, 40 minutes in LA is a lot. Like that's not down the street. That, you know, it's it's far. It's far. And so I don't get to see her as much as I like, but I feel like in my heart, we just were celebrating Gulnas's birthday on Sunday in Malibu together. And it felt like season one, it felt like nothing had come between us. It was just, fun and celebratory and it was really amazing so how okay because again I go back to my last talk and it was with Adam where it was the exact opposite totally and it was you know I I always think about this because Reza like I watch you guys but you also have to like I put myself in your position right like what if this were my best friend what if this were my spouse my kid like it's same with Teresa, right? Like I do this with her and I, and you hear these things and you see these things, but it's like, as a mom, as a friend, it's like, holy fuck. Like we're not we're just watching a TV. Like you're going through this with your best friend, Adam and Ru- Adam and, and MJ were so close. And I so was like, close. Adam, I'm like, I know we hear about it. You know, the whole story is like Reza and MJ, but like, how are you? Like you also lost your best friend. Yeah. So, and he, and I know as we've been talking over the past, however been long, he's like, it's, it's harder for me. Like Rez is more forgiving about things where it takes me a little longer to like, you know, because it was so tough for me. So how is he in like the whole situation? Because it's not just you and MJ, it's Adam, right. it's Tommy. Like there's Absolutely. a lot. And not only that, people don't consider in our own lives, our friends that you guys don't see on the show, our family members you don't see, ones we may only speak to, they all take sides and have right. opinions. And then we read the social media commentary about it. So it adds so many layers of issues. But luckily for me, to answer your question, Adam is such like a great spouse and husband. And we're so in tune with one another that, you know, I just want the best for him. He just wants the best for me. And like, we've gotten to that place in our marriage where there's a healthy amount of compromise that we're both bringing to the table. 
that is really great for forward movement. Like, I don't want to, I don't want him to be stuck in a negative place with her. He doesn't want to be stuck in a negative place. So we've had, you know, all of this downtime without cameras around us, where whatever movement you make feels so authentic and genuine. There's no incentive because of a camera. You know, whatever time you're spending with this person, and MJ's been here many a time since we've not been film, filming. I've, you know, interacted with Shams on so many occasions. Um, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. It's just that the audience hasn't had that experience. Right. So it seems like we might be, you know, a lot less further than down the road than back, we are. Back in the back, back in the yeah. back. So, like, everyone is good. Like, he would hang with MJ. Totally. Like, oh. you're, Adam has the luxury for me, and I don't say it for him because, you know, sometimes he might want to get away from me and go work in an office. But he works from home, which I love more than anything because my job, like, I'm showing houses. I'm going to a construction site. I'm doing whatever. But I get to come back home like yeah. I don't necessarily need to be at an office so I get to see him a lot and I schedule a lot of our lunch meetings with uh Goldness and MJ and I like to call them meetings just because like we get into it Always. and like you know um and he'll you know he'll come out he'll have lunch with us uh it's his break room you know in reality yeah, yeah, yeah. believe me so, I work from home I'm like I'm fucking stuck here so if I can have a meeting you know, with a friend, like that's yeah. the best lunch ever and the best like break. I mean, but everybody, I mean, doesn't Gigi work from home? Gigi works from home. MJ works from home. Um, and Gigi and I have like a very similar rhythm. Like we can last minute be like, hey, you want to do this? Or hey, you want to do that? Whereas MJ is a little more needs notice you know she doesn't like to deviate from a schedule that she may have pre-planned in her <laughs> head it's harder for her to do those last minute sh shifting of gears so Golnessa and I just end up spending a lot more personal time together um but hopefully you know that'll start changing and you know as Shams is in school more and more maybe MJ will get to Take it more. You get more. more freedom. Like, yeah. More freedom. Like, yesterday the kids were home and I was like, fuck this. I can't even like pee. I cannot find a time to pee. Well, but, I mean, it makes so much sense because I remember back, like, you know, you, you want the affirmation from mom. You want, you know, the green light from mom, whether this is right. activity or food you want to consume or whatever is going to be okay. And they just constantly need you. I know. It's insane. So, like, but look. You're too, would you say in life, because you said like, we don't see everything. So not with everybody in your life, would you say that Gigi and MJ are your best friends? I absolutely would say that yeah. Golnessa and MJ are definitely 100% two of my best friends. I probably text, we have a, a we have a, we have a, a, a WhatsApp group chat called the Three Shaws. Um, and it's me, Golnessa, and MJ. How does a blonde not Shaw get on yeah. that, please? You're, you're totally welcome. You're totally, it. we can add you to it. 
Because you're um, already not outnumbered enough with crazy bitches. Let's just add a blonde crazy bitch to the next one. <laughs> I'm, I'm so down. I'm so down. So you guys just sit there, the three shots? <laughs> well, no, like, you know, if something comes up that only, you know, being on a reality show and experiencing so many unique things, there's things that there, if I tell like a civilian who didn't go through being on a reality show and have production in their house, putting lighting up, but right. there's just certain things that is going to land with them in a way right. that will not land with other human beings. Oh. So yeah, there's definitely, you know, news that I'll get regarding a producer or someone that was on the show before that I want to like, you're like you know, three shots. Yeah. Boom, 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 like, you know, <laughs> the smoke is coming out of the phone, but it just, and it keeps us connected in a way that is tied to something that was so special to all of us. That no one, mostly anybody ever could ever, ever go through an experience alone for how long yeah you guys started together we did and, and we ended together which right. is so unique but also like look at everything in between Reza like it wasn't yeah. smooth sailing no not at all like at all like I can't even imagine it like it devastated us I can't even imagine like going through it I mean and now look where you are back but are you how are you with Tommy so I don't get to spend very much time with Tommy um he did come and pick champs up from the house um and I'm hoping over time that can change but I have to accept everyone's process yeah. and their pace and their speed and I'm very grateful that we're not in yeah. the place that we were before I wish we were a lot further um along but you know that over time has been you know getting better and better yeah and i get you know things through mj like i was telling her um that i had hit up one of the producers um that worked on the little pilot thing that i shot with mj and um coolnessa and i was expressing my frustration with it and she was like no you know i'm glad that you were expressing yourself even tommy was you know happy with what you had done so oh. you know like that's good. I get info through her. I, you know, I don't even get to see her that much. And I know through her, he's very busy as well. And he's also raising, you know, yeah, totally. know, a son. So it's more though, like you're more open to it where he is the one that's 100%. slow and steady. I feel like he's slow and steady and I appreciate it. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm you know, better than he is, or I'm wanting something and he's not giving right, it to me. Right, for sure, for sure. It's just like you said, people have to come to where they need to come to in whatever ways they do and however long it takes them. Totally. And, you know, I, I'm i cool with Mike, which is fantastic. I text, I was texting with him the other day. I was looking for something in my phone and I found a video that I shot while we were filming. We weren't filming. We were in the car on the way to somewhere um, and I was just videotaping us and we were having a hysterical conversation and I sent it to him um, and we just had like a nice exchange. I keep in touch with him, you know, destinies across the street. Um, so I feel like, you know, my Shaw's 
circle is nice and tight. I was with Lily and Golnessa um, uh, a short while ago at dinner. It's your crew. Like, so you and Mike are still, because she's free. I mean, we talk about Golnessa and MJ, but look what you and Mike have been through. Like, yeah. you know, it's like. Yeah, totally. Cute. And there's stuff that we can't discuss when we're on a show that affects your friendship, but it doesn't make sense to talk about it while you're filming a show. And so opportunities would come along that would make people feel some sort of way, but it was not something that, you know, could be addressed while we were filming. Right. So we, I mean, listen, we all, people think that they see everything and they see like nothing. I mean, the actual thing, what we see, you film all these hours and we see snippets of it, right? Yeah. You don't know the behind the scenes, like those things, no. right? You don't know if someone hoards the snacks, you know, <laughs> at, <laughs> at craft services. Like you do a confessional and depending on what time of day your confessional interview is at, the, the table starts looking really janky. And you know if MJ had been there because like almost everything will have been opened. <laughs> There'd be like some crumbs, you know, Mike wouldn't eat any of it because he knew her, you know, she'd be all up Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm forever haunted by that Thanksgiving. Was it the Thanksgiving feast when she's like, "Mm, here's your turkey, here's your turkey. Totally, but like we, it was just a known thing that if we were on a cast trip or if we were preparing something, if there were like olives, and you weren't the one that opened it, it was suspect whether you could <laughs> eat those olives or pickles or, or that stuff ever that is again. So disgusting. Mike and I would look at each other and we would crack up. Like if things didn't have a spoon in it, like, you know, chips or Cheetos or M&Ms or whatever, he would be like, mm. We're not going there, baby. We are not going there. Not going there. I mean, I love that you and Mike have made it to like a good place too but so were you guys in a good place when all this stuff came out about him here's what I want to say about Mike I had gotten to a place with Mike prior to all of that stuff good that I was thinking to myself if Mike wants to tell me something I have to be very careful and take everything with a grain of salt. This was way before the stuff came out. So once the news came out, I hit him up very respectfully and just said, hey, um, you're in my thoughts and I'm praying for you and your loved ones. Because I didn't know what I would, if, if he was in a position legally to tell me the truth. Yeah, totally. So I was just like, you're someone I love. You're someone I have loved for a long time. We've had our ups and downs. We made magic together. We worked together. I don't always love the shit he does, but I always want him to do right and get better. And I would love for him to always be in my life. So I'm always weighing all those things and trying to do the right thing as a human. Is it a lot? I mean, it's a look at that, like exhausting. You're like, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this. Is it sometimes like this is a this is a lot like to have a relationship like that? It's exhausting. 
Like I'm kind of exhausted just like here you Listening go. Well, to me, right, totally. Like you know, is yeah, it a lot? because it's really it is a lot because I would, you know, do an interview and he would hit me up and he would be, you know, displeased or you know, I would try and maintain a relationship with Jessica and he would think it was like, you know, disrespectful and it's very complicated. It's so complicated. It's like a sibling relationship. That's the only thing I can compare yeah. it to. If you have a complex relationship with any of your siblings, that's what having a cast, you know, becoming, that's what happens when one of your friends becomes your castmate. Yeah. It, you know. Totally. It's so, so much more. It's a lot. It's oh, a by lot. by the way, Jessica, because I see Golnasa hangs with, like, the kids hang together. And totally. She's Her like, baby is gorgeous, funny. He's a ham. He is, he, he's one of the cutest babies, like, I've ever interacted with. Like, he's so stylish, and he's a ham, and he dances and interacts with people. He's dope. But, like, how did that come about? Because, like, we see Turkey Gate, yeah. right? Yes. And, and the, obviously, Jessica and Gigi girl, are not. The, the propaganda machine is very strong. And you don't realize what is happening during Pillow Talk, right? I mean. Because, like, that lady goes home with him, and he says whatever. Coolness and I just actually had a conversation about this. We suspect and surmise that he would tell her, listen, whatever's going on on this reality show thing, you know, it's for cameras, this is real, <laughs> right? And so she was young and in love. In and love. Dumb, naive. Right. And then once you start comparing notes, once that person's out of the picture, Hansel, Nessa, and Jessica, you know, you start comparing your notes and you're like, oh, we actually never had a problem with one another. Right. The problem with that other person. Common denominator here. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, my God, that's right. They're comparing notes after the fact. I mean. Right? Because, like, now it's been a while. There's no show. And you can just be very open and honest. And there was one thing I said to Jessica that I'm very grateful that I was able to say to her, which was, I'm really sorry that you never got the fun and the glory of being on Shaws of Sunset. Because she was there with us. She, like, fought for her man. She stood by her man. Like, and then it was over and for her. And it just, I don't know. Not not a good experience at all. Yeah. But look how you guys have come. I mean, her and Gigi, I mean, you guys are like hanging. I mean, everyone, Reza, wait a minute. That's Lily, MJ, yeah. Gonessa, yeah. babies. Yes. Are you like, I'm sure you guys get asked this all the time. Where? Nothing? You're done? I don't care. I don't want it. I have enough. I'm 49. That you know you're has- not. 49. I I feel better than I've ever felt in my whole life. You look better. I'm watching your fucking videos, Raza, working out. Yeah. By the way, if anything, I should have led with this because I love that so much. Like, I love and appreciate your videos and, like, you working out to, like, 
and like on this healthy, like I run my mouth and I do this, these podcasts, but I'm a certified, a Stanford certified nutritionist. So, and I have a business helping people with their weight and that's amazing. That's like my like love. So I can't, every video that you are doing, I'm like, oh my God, this just like warms my heart. Like you are like really out there taking it. I would never fucking guess you are 49. 49. I never felt more comfortable in my body, like mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, just like I feel good. Things are like, you know, like when you figure, I've kind of like got this thing down. Yes. Um, And the groove is great and I'm loving it. So what kind of kicked you into this? Because I, I know you're, you know, you're working out, you're working hard. You're like slim, trim, like lean, mean, it's fighting. It's very machine. easy. It's very easy. I had, um, a, so I used to be a personal, in my early 20s, I was a personal trainer. I ran the LA Marathon in three hours, 22 minutes, and 22 seconds. Raza. It's online. You The picture's <laughs> on my Instagram. There's pictures on my Instagram of me crossing the finish line with my time above my head. Like, I, when I put my mind to something, it's a wrap. I had a friend who used to, is currently still a trainer. I worked out with him today. He and I worked out together. And he saw me a while back and he literally said, like, when, like, when did you give up on life? And I know that for some people that might not have been what would have had a positive outcome. But for me, it totally did. It woke me up um, and like kicked me into high gear. Yeah. So are you, because I know Adam is vegan and all, like, are you on that? Do you guys do the same? Are you, I mean, because listen, we've been there where you guys are going to town on your meat and you're like every kind of meat in the world. Like, where are you? Are you no vegan? way. Yeah. I was okay. Gonna... So here's, here's what you need to know about me from the day. Like I can remember eating solid food. It's very hard for me to consume animal protein and flesh. I've never ever eaten a steak in my whole entire life. I've never eaten a rib. I've never had beef tongue. I've never eaten liver. I can't eat a lot of that stuff. And ironically, when Adam and I were dating, I was vegan for 18 months. And this fool was making, I'll never forget, he had a pork tenderloin. I'm like, who the fuck makes a pork tenderloin? But the man I was dating and ended up marrying, that's who. So he was eating all of it. Totally all of it. I was vegan. And now the tables have turned. I am mostly vegan because we don't, like, our refrigerator is mostly, you know, the things that we can both eat. Right. Sometimes if we're ordering out, I might have like chicken breast or, you know, if I'm having a dessert, it doesn't have to be vegan. But I'm mostly vegan just because I love my husband and I like eating with him and I like eating the, you know, things that he's prepared or that we prepared together. So is it crazy though? Like when I'm talking to Adam, he was like, you know, this is Reza's show. Like this is Reza. Like I am just the side piece, right? Like I am fine in the background. I don't want to be in the front. Like this is my man's and I'm doing it for him. And now you guys are like doing farming, 
you're like want to do this HGTV like renovation. The pandemic changed me. Like so, my trainer, my friend, telling me like, when did you give up on life? And the pandemic, when everything shut down, I like blossomed like a flower. I was worried that telling people how happy I was during the lockdown <laughs> would freak people out because people were erect. Yeah. And we had this because we had been living in a condo. We had moved into a house. We had gardens and a neighborhood that we were walking in. It was completely different. We had a lot of space and we were together a lot. And as opposed to couples who started having problems for us, it was fun. It was like an adventure every day. Um, and it brought us so much closer. So it was the best thing that could have happened to us. And I just started to glow after that because I started to incorporate all of the things back into my life that were working and not really messing with the stuff that was extra and not making me feel better or bringing something positive into my world. I mean, speaking of positive, so like you said, I'm 49. Are you, is this, is this the baby stuff? It's gone. Gone. Yeah. I don't know. If you know about a show, it was called Heart to Heart, and it was Jonathan Wagner and Stephanie Powers, and they lived in Bel Air. They had a Corniche and an SL and a Mercedes station wagon, a butler, and a dog named Freeway. And they were living that glamorous life right. and solving crimes. And there was no Bambino in the picture. <laughs> it was just the two of them, the butler and the dog. So I'm trying to live the heart-to-heart lifestyle. So you're going to get a butler over a kid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to afford or ever want a butler, but I think at this point, a butler is more likely than a kid. And Adam is, like, done with it, too? So I was hoping and praying that I wouldn't, like, impose how I felt yeah. on him. And one day before I said anything to him about like mentally feeling like the door was shut for me, we were somewhere and he said to me, thank God we didn't have a kid. And I was like, yeah. what did you say? I was like, You're like, I oh, was okay. like oh my God, like, hello. <laughs> like I'm on the same page. Like, yes, no kid. You see me, you see yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But like what? Because he was the one really pushing it. Why do you think that came about? Uh, the one thing that I know about Adam, when something is very in his face uh, and he loves that person, all of a sudden he starts seeing him and me in that role. Like when Asa was pregnant and about to give birth and Adam and I were looking for houses, he's like, honey, let's, you know, move out to Venice and be nice to Austin and not have a baby. I'm like, that's her life. That's not our life. He gets very you know attached. Like, uh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So he was like, you know. Clingy. Wanting, that's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Wanting it. to have that experience. And I feel like now with, you know, the appreciation for hindsight and whatever he's realized that like for us and how we live and the number of animals we have and what we want to do 
the kid might not be the best thing. Well, he's probably already also thinking that, like, I have to keep raising my husband, Reza, and keep him <laughs> together. Totally. And listen, I've been <laughs> acting up on purpose to keep him busier. <laughs> so the options, you know. Listen, that ain't options. real blonde. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Well, plus, look, I mean, some a lot of people aren't meant to do it. But look, you have Golnessas, you have MJs, like, you have these kids that are really in your life. So it's not like you don't have it. It's you have the best. Like, let me hug, let me kiss. Now get the fuck out of my house and go back to mommy. Yeah. And I actually have a sister who's never been on the show. And I actually have a nephew who's never been on the show, like in real life. So I got to, you know, experience all of that with, you know, actual family members. And the beautiful thing is I'm so much more established while I'm going through it with my friends, that it allows me to be this other person for them and with them that I really like, you know? And you like the kid, like you like hanging out with them and like the the babies and all this stuff. Oh my God. I want to squeeze their cheeks and like do corn on the cob on the, you know, the juicy like calf area. I want to ply them with candy and buy them (laughs) toys. I give them everything that they want during that period of time that we're, you know, that I'm with them. Like, right. obviously, I want them to love me. So, like, what can I give you? What can I, like? I need to be number one. You need to love me the most. That, because I like squeezing and pinching and, like, doing the <laughs> cheeks and stuff. And I think they'll be more tolerant to that if I'm stacking the deck. So, seeing, okay, because MJ obviously has Tommy. And I know Golnessa has her family that are there on the clock helping, like, thank God. Yes. How is it seeing your best friend, though, raising a baby as a single mom? Seeing her raise Eli by herself and step up to the plate, it's been really amazing. I remember, you know, somewhere like around season five or six, as Golnessa was coming out of like, you know, her really. Lachnessa. Yes, face. thank you. People would say, you know, what's it like? And I'm like, it would be crazy if she had stayed like that. You know, it's so beautiful to have this friend who you know had a Lachnessa face. And now you can look at her and be like, wow, look at her. Like interacting with her son like this. To know that your friend that you spent all this time with, you know, was able to step up to the plate like that, it makes you proud. Like, almost like, you know, you want to take a little credit for like, you know, she was hanging out with me a lot, you know? I love that. I love, I love her too. Because obviously, I mean, I had Adam forever ago and then I had Gigi on. And it was just like, I remember being done and I was like, dude, this bitch is just so cool. It was just like, two chicks two friends just like shooting the shit it was just like totally and ever since then i was like we've kept in touch since oh my god wait before you go reza i wrote you a poem oh my god i wrote you a poem you ready yes whether seeing him on farming or blinging shut up with all of his gold however we are watching this sexy fireball it never gets old 
From family drama and best friends, breakups and makeups and everything in between, we have seen him go through it all. But now, stronger than ever with his most amazing man by his side, together they will never, ever fall. Smart, funny, loving, did I mention a sexy fireball? I'm so excited to have this guy on. I want to shout it out to you all. Yes, you know who it is. The one, the only, Reza. Oh my God, I'm so humbled. I love you. Can you please send me that? Yes. yes. Done. I love you. You got it. Love, love you too. Thank I'll you, see you so soon. much. I love you. You got it. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.